We choose our music carefully every time Deputy Mayor Jennifer McKelvey is here, and uh, nice to see you dance. There you go. <laughs> people I'm are gonna, busted. People are going to get the wrong idea that you leapt out of your chair and danced around the room, but still, there was a bit of boogie there. Nice to see you again. Good to have you. Thanks for having me. Uh, you've got council meeting today. It's usually a two-day meeting, isn't it? So today and tomorrow? Usually two days. Sometimes it goes three when it's heavy agenda, but I am hopeful we're going to get this done in two. Okay. So, I mean, one of the things is, and it's co-sponsored by Francis Nunziata, so I guess it's got some legs, uh, an initiative to um, create some new terms for people to put anti-abortion literature through people's doors, that they'd have to actually put it in an envelope with a warning, they'd have to have a return address. Would you vote in favor of that? Absolutely. This is something that came up in our community last year. Uh, we had many residents that were calling. They were very uh, upset with what was coming out there and really that there was the propagation of this uh, really um, disgusting material. Yeah. Do you think it's going to pass the charter test? I mean, it's kind of in the middle because I think if you're still allowed to put this material through the door, then, you know, nobody's really limiting your free speech. Yeah, no, that's true. So I'm hopeful it will pass that charter test. Uh, something that, you know, we've been pushing for in the past, too, is that it needs to be marked who's putting it out. And so there's some accountability on that. Uh, you are able to call uh, the organizers putting it out and tell them that uh, you no longer want that material and then say that it is trespassing. So I think this is just another step in the right direction. And I'm thankful for Francis Nunziata bringing it forward. Uh, TTC crime stats uh, and offense stats came out, or I think the day before yesterday, but we were unpacking them yesterday. John Burnside was here. I'd be interested in your perspective because it would seem that a lot of the sort of things that we would call disorder is down, but major things are up. But I guess the caveat of that is there aren't that many major things. Exactly. So I think we always have to be careful if we look at just one month. I think what's important is that we look at the long-term trend. The good news is, is that the trends on offenses against both customers and passengers is moving in the right direction. It is decreasing. And I think that's reflective that the initiatives that we've rolled out um, collaboratively between the City of Toronto and the TTC are working. And that includes streets to homes workers that are talking to our most vulnerable and trying to get them into housing, our multidisciplinary outreach teams who are helping with mental health calls. We've also increased security guards and community safety ambassadors on the TTC. And collectively, everybody is really working towards wellness checks and asking people to move along. This isn't a place okay. for loitering and causing disruption. Is there something that an average rider should do? This was the circumstance I found myself in yesterday. I'm coming home from our studios here. It's uh, six o'clock and there's a guy lying on the, at Queen Street Station yelling. And then he gets up and gets on the train I am, I'm on and continues yelling. And he never made any you know, violent gestures toward anybody, but it was upsetting everybody in the car. And I thought the only choice we really have is to get off. Yeah, I think it's important that when we see things like that, we do report them. And that's something we've been talking about is how we can better publicize who you call uh, when you see something like that. Even I, I saw somebody in distress on the street and you don't know who calls. Is it warrant a 911 call? Is it a call to a social service? 311. Sure. Uh, who do you call when things like this happen? But I think it is important that when people feel that their safety is being compromised, that they report it. Um, that will also play into the important statistics that we're gathering yeah. and help gear investment going in the right direction. Okay, so report to whom? 
So I think for TTC, um, tell tell an operator, tell uh, a fare taker, um, make sure you find somebody and you tell them. Okay. Uh, you cannot be uh, obscured for, or you, you must know the restaurateurs and bar owners in town are really steamed about how Cafe TO is going. Uh, the delays are such that they may not be able to do it this year or they may not get to it until August. What's come undone in this? Well, we've changed the program this year significantly and I think for the better. I think the first thing we need to recognize is that we are using uh, public space for profit so we have to be mindful of that. Uh, we also have to recognize that this year's program has uh, many safety improvements and accessibility improvements in that the platforms are raised and they are at curb level. Uh, so it is taking city staff time to process through those applications uh, but they have said that they are um, they have confirmed that they expect their installations the city right. side to be done by this Sunday. Hopefully then that gives uh, the restaurateurs time to get their platforms out right. and get everything open up for the Isn't this something we could have done in summer. the winter months? Well, I think we had approvals to the program in the spring, and that was because we have changed the program so that it has these accessibility requirements. So I think it was just the timing of the lessons learned from last year, the new guidelines on accessibility, the rollout of those grants, and I think we're in a good place. Importantly, um, this becomes a permanent program so that next year your applications are even faster to process and you're faster to get it out there. Um, I understand there have been some changes to school crossing guard contracts and that we could be facing a crossing guard shortage or what's going on out there? Well, there was an open procurement for the companies that provide the service, and three new companies have been awarded. Um, this is just a regular process at the city. Um, contracts have to be renewed. Um, importantly, all the unionized employees of the previous contracts have first right of refusal, so hopefully a large number of them will move forward to the new companies and will be in a good shape and ready to go in September. So you think we'll have the full contingent that we need? I'm hopeful, and if anybody out there is looking to become a crossing guard, make sure to find those companies and apply. Uh, it is a a great service that people provide to their community. Last week we declared uh, Crossing Guard Appreciation Week and certainly I'm thankful for all of them that are out there with those terrible hours, sometimes in the cold, keeping oh, yeah. kids safe. Uh, something's happening with Smart Track today. You may have misspoken before we went on the air because you were being admonished by an aide. Well, I did give you a bit of a tip off on that one, I guess. So we have an announcement at 9 o'clock about Smart Track. In March, uh, we found that there was an overrun in the costing. It was previously paid for by just the federal government and the city of Toronto, we were asking the province to come in as a partner, and we have good news around that coming out at okay. 9 o'clock. I've never quite understood what Smart Track is. I mean, we're going to have light rail, we have Go, so what is Smart Track? So, Smart Track is taking advantage of the Go Train infrastructure, making it more accessible to Toronto residents. Uh, I do take uh, take the Go Train regularly in from Rouge Park, for example, but this is making uh, five stations more easily accessible, creating some new stations so that uh, Toronto residents can access that infrastructure with uh, and connect in with the TTC in a better way. Deputy Mayor Jennifer McKelvey is here, and I'd love for you to come back and visit us next week, but the clock's a ticking on your administration. Do you have any thoughts on that? Is it going to be hard to vacate that office? Well, I'm looking forward to going back and serving the residents of Scarborough Rouge Park full-time, and I'm just so very grateful. This has been a, a wonderful learning opportunity and ability to connect with residents across the city in a new way. I'm just so thankful for the support that I've received from my council colleagues, um, from the wonderful staff in the mayor's office that stayed. They could mm -hmm. have all gone running for the doors when I was announced as the deputy mayor and that I would be uh, taking over the administration of the office, but they all stayed and helped, and also the senior leaders 
leadership team at our city has just been wonderful, and our city is in great hands, uh, no matter who the new mayor is, because of the wonderful people that work for the city. We will elect a mayor on the 26th. What is the transfer of power? So we're is there working, a magic handshake? Yeah, right? there's a magic handshake. So um, we are working on that timeline for transition. Uh, the clerk, after the election, needs some time to certify the results. Um, the new mayor will probably have a day or two of press and be super busy, so uh, I'm sure that everybody wants to meet them, and then we'll have a transition quickly uh, thereafter. And do you plan to run in the next cycle? In the next cycle. I have said that I won't be running again for councillor in 2026. Okay. I don't know uh, what the future does hold for me. Um, and in the interim, I am just really excited to get back to working for Scarborough Rouge Park and back to the main causes that uh, I initially ran for, and that being you know, our ravine strategy, our climate action plan, and Scarborough Transit. Thanks for this. Well done. Well, thank you for having me. It's been fun. Deputy Mayor Jennifer McKelvey. And I will point out, you brought my uh, my favorite bodyguard. Oh, yeah, he is pretty great. So on the list of things that I'm going to miss, uh, Greg is one of them. <laughs> okay.